Hey, this is Randall. And this is John. From the Don't Wake the Kids podcast. You're listening to our favorite podcast, Weird. I hope you're ready for some funny. Ace Podcast. Weird. Hello, mate. Hello. How's it going? This is your mate, Craig. Hello, this is Aaron. Coming to you on satellite from I sa- Australia. I sounded just like an Australian. I sound like a Southern Australian. Australia. Yeah, Aaron. Aaron. See, my name is Aaron, but they, call, they say Aaron. Um, it's a little different. You know, um, this is episode 159. <laughs> Welcome to Weird. Man, we're getting up there. We're we getting are, old. You're really old. <laughs> yeah, Whatever. Did you see any movies since we last spoke? I've not gotten to see any movies. Uh, we've got a house full right now. we got people. My daughter's in town from college, and I've been working on the bathroom, doing this paint job and tiling job and all this stuff, and it's about to drive me nuts. So I haven't been able to go to the movie. But there's like three, four movies I want to go see. I've seen two movies in the theater this week and uh, like four at home. Yeah, you watched The Verdict with Paul Newman. Yes. That's a good movie. Oh, it was really good. I saw that for the first time a couple years ago. I really I, I knew it was it. good. That was one of them. I saw Sarah and I went to see uh, The Strangers, the new one. You said that was horrible. Yeah, no good at all. You didn't like Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider was a disappointment. Yeah, but I think it'll be good because you didn't like the new Jumanji, and I did. I did not like the, the new Jumanji. Jumanji was hysterical. No, I didn't even think it was funny. Well, because you have a sense of humor. I thought it was loud. <laughs> that's because it's that's because if I wasn't on this show, nobody would have anything to laugh about because you're just a stick in the mud. I watched Patriots Day or Patriot Day. Patriots. Patriot, pa- Patriot What's Day that? with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Don't know that. Some, I mean, I know the some name. people call him my twin. It's the story <laughs> of who. Uh, it's the story of. Uh, the uh, Boston Marathon bombing and the aftermath. Oh, okay. And it was really good. They mixed, they actually mix in actual footage of... of What's it called? Uh, Patriot Day. Hmm. Yeah. Really, it was really, really good. Really good. If you say so. That and uh, you mentioned the verdict and, and a few others. I watched the five-hour off of YouTube. I watched the five-hour documentary of the Friday the 13th movies. Five-hour documentary. What's it? I mean, what are they it's from? It's from A to Z. <laughs> it's everything what in are between. you selling are they a sponsor now yeah it's there was a there was a book for uh there was a giant coffee table type book it was like the whole history of friday the 13th movies it was a really cool who book. wants that on their coffee table a lot of people that's why they made so many sh- those movies bad and good you know they made some there many- were some bad ones so there are a lot of bad ones but anyway um um so this was apparently like a companion documentary i guess i don't know it was on youtube but and you enjoyed it enough to watch the whole thing i watched it in bits i didn't sit for five hours and watch it i watched it a few a little bit every night i'd watch some because i really like the early movies i, I just you know i like i like schlock horror anyway sure yeah and and friday the 13th i mean it kind of it kind of it didn't invent horror obviously but yeah. it, it did some new stuff and it was it's a it's How, iconic how'd you like split so i forgot to watch it oh my good gosh but i will watch it okay uh, somebody else told me the other day about that. Okay. Uh, oh, did they really? Did yeah. they like it? Was it another thumbs up? Another one? Yeah. Where was I? Someone I said, don't tie down. Just shush. I need to talk to Randall from Don't Wake the Kids About. Randall has requested you never talk to him. <laughs> that's, I know that's not true. Um, but he sees all the cool movies. Well, Randall's got me to watch a couple of I cool movies. I should call movies. him. We should, we should call him. Rand- well, you know, maybe next show. Okay. He uh, He's recommended... Uh, I think he recommended one movie to me, and I recommended one to him, because I think I told him about Train to Busan, which is like a really good Korean zombie movie, and he told me about a movie called Tag, which is the trippiest movie ever. Okay. 
And so, yeah, we kind of get along. We kind of like kind of the same stuff. Well, we got a lot of weird news, so we better get to I think that. People, I think people like us to talk and be real. I don't well, know we why are being why, real. Why are you rushing right well, in? Well, like, we discussed our movies. We discussed your movies. You listen to any good music this week? Um, did you listen to Greta Van Fleet? No, I didn't. Greatest new band. I, I opted for Led Zeppelin instead. They are not good. Uh, whatever. So I'm not a fan. I'm just messing with you because I'm no, not. No. Um, I listen to some music that someone had referred me to you know had had recommended yeah over the past can you hear the rain coming down at Lee studios i can but our mics these these Lee know, mics but are, we we always we share what's going on here <laughs> and here's the, thing. the studio if too. this is the last recording that we ever have it's because a tornado <laughs> just busted right through the Lee studios and we are in a tornado watch right now yeah tornado watch yes not a warning not like somebody saw it no it's a watch for the next five hours i, I will tell you this though what if a tornado comes through here we're interviewing it you ready for top story? Yeah, why not? You got a nice loser? Top story. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Wait, I just did it. No. We, oh, have, we, gotta, we, have, yes. we, have, we have something we got to talk about That's here. true. I forgot. Okay, well, this kind of goes with the top story because it's this is like a top story introduction from Amanda Amanda Duke, also known as AJ. AJ. Yeah. AJ uh, left us a message on the Facebook. Yeah, on the Facebooks. Yeah. You want to read it? Why do I have to? I can. I was just wondering. I don't, I wanna, I don't think you can. She said, LaBeouf's. He will not divide us flag. It's now gone international. Well, I thought it already did. There's a flamethrower involved. What? Can y'all do an update? Now, the thing is, I could not find the update she was talking about. I searched the news over, up, down, all around. But I did find a very interesting Sheila Booth uh, story. Yeah, we, we also need to, before I read the top story, we need to notify everyone that from here on out, he will be referred to as Sheila Booth. Sheila Booth. He will not divide us. Yeah, he will be referred to as Sheila Booth. If I say his name from here on out, it's not going to be whatever it is. It's just Sheila Booth. And I'm not going to play that he will not divide us under the under the story. Yeah. I'll just let you get to it. Honestly, let's just let's do it. Hit that thing. You want to hear it again? Yeah. All right, here's got to know Saturday. Top story. What was that? What? Did you have a seizure just no. now? Oh. No. <clears throat> Sheila Booth blames Georgia arrest on white privilege. Wait a minute. So I don't get it. Actor Sheila Booth. On Tuesday, blamed his very public arrest last summer in Georgia on a mix between white privilege and desperation stemming from his long battle with alcoholism. I knew there was something. Why could, Why didn't he just blame alcoholism? Why do he have to blame <laughs> white privilege? Oh, well, maybe it'll tell us. While filming the Peanut Butter Falcon. Well, that sounds like a hit. That sounds, it reminds me of the Falcon Heavy. Which right, reminds me listen of, to. Reminds me of peanut butter, and I want to go get me something with peanut butter in it now. How about a, a peanut butter parfait? <laughs> oh, man. They still haven't called us back. <laughs> they haven't, have they? Doggone it. Dairy Queen, we're still holding out for you. Yeah. We'll keep a light on for you. Mm. Anyway, while filming the Peanut Butter Falcon in July, Mr. LaBooth was arrested in Savannah for public drunkenness, uh, disorderly conduct, and obstruction. He had an obstruction. <laughs> something was in front of him. Uh, it was like one of those uh, in, uh, intestinal obstructions. <laughs> <laughs> Videos of the arrest published by TMZ showed the Fury actor berating police officers in the back of the patrol car while oh, he I was being. That. I saw that. Yeah, while uh, he was being fingerprinted at the Savannah Police Department. I've been to Savannah. What a nice little town. Beautiful for Sheila Booth to come in there and start acting that way. Sheila Booth needs to. Ha- you know what? Kick him out of Savannah. Sheila Booth needs to be shot off in a rocket. <laughs> He's on Falcon Heavy. They should have put Falcon him Heavy. in the yeah. in the Tesla. Even Sheila Booth man. <laughs> He accused, and he could have done that little that little tirade he goes on about just do it. Yes. He could, the whole time he's in the ship before they fly, before they shoot. You ready to blast off? Do it! Do it! Just do it! <laughs> he accused the police of being racist against him and told a black officer he was going to the bad place yeah. because of his skin color. 
that makes wow. no sense. Wow. Like like they like if you're gonna go there, he, like they look at your skin color and that's the way you well, get in. Well if he believes that he's gonna be really surprised when he sees Jesus. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, he is kind of a middle a middle eastern. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, I always wonder about that. What about it? Well, in America, we always make they, they, always, they, always, they always paint him as a as a white guy, as a white oh, hipster, a hippie, yeah, That's white what? hippie, yeah. And, and Jesus was from the Middle East. Yeah. He was very dark complexed. I love that photograph somebody put together a couple of years ago of what he actually looked like. They think like from the shroud. And yeah, he didn't look like Sheila Booth. He looked nothing like Sheila Booth or Ted Nugent. Yeah, yeah. it's just a you know whatever average. Yeah, average. I just, uh, you know, I don't know what, you know. You want to finish the story? I'm just sitting here, con- I'm contemplating all this. Are you really? Well, Sheila Booth is an enigma. <laughs> wrapped up in a riddle. He's a, he's like a, like, yeah, he's like a mystery wrapped up in a, in a riddle. Sometimes he's kind of cool. No, he's not. Okay. <laughs> he was when he was on Even Stevens. But apparently, if you are of color, you're not going to make it to heaven, according to Sheila Booth. Well, we're all of color. That is true. Yeah, it's just. No, we may be. I'm kind like, of. What, peachy? I, I don't know. You're red around the neck. Hey, <laughs> everybody, look at me. I'm Aaron Lindsay. I do a podcast. Just because I like Leonard Skinner. Well, I like Leonard Skinner, y'all. <laughs> I like... I like, I like Greta Van Sestren, or whatever the name no, of that band I was. Like Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> I know, but I hear Greta Van Sestren every time. I know what time. you hear. Anyway, <clears throat> let's go back. Yeah. We've already covered the whole thing about how he thinks people of color uh, are going to yeah. go to the bad place. Correct. And we say the bad place because uh, it's not that that's a bad word, but, you know, kids listen. We don't want to walk around saying that Family stuff. friendly is what Family we are. Family friendly is yeah. what we try to do. Mr. LaBeouf, LaBeouf, LaBarf, <laughs> later apologized for his behavior, but opened up about the arrest Tuesday to Esquire magazine. He said he's sober now. There wasn't a reporter there. He just opened a magazine and started talking to he just He just opened up <laughs> Esquire magazine. Somebody heard him <laughs> reported Yeah, it. talking to himself. He said he's sober now and conducted uh He's practice. sober now. What was that, like a month later? I. Well, listen, he's, he's, he's practicing, too. He's conducting practice interviews with his therapist for the past two months in preparation for the interview. So, so he's been actually rehearsing how to come off normal. <laughs> he needs a therapist. What went on in Georgia was mortifying, the actor said. White privilege and desperation and disaster. It came from a place of self-centered delusion. He's on the right track so far. I understand. It was me trying to absolve myself of guilt for getting arrested. I messed up, he said, except he said something worse. Yeah. Mr. Lebeef, who was also arrested in January of 2017 after he allegedly got into an altercation with another man while filming his anti-Donald Trump project, He Will Not Divide Us, outside a New York City museum, <laughs> said, his an- said his antics have caused him to be marginalized in Hollywood. I'm running out, he said. No one's giving me a shot right now. Spike well, Lee is, Shy, Spike, I said Shike Lee. <laughs> Spike Lee is making a movie. I was talking to him about it. I'm sure Spike, after that comment about the cop, doesn't want him in his movie. Hey, Spike, you're scaring my wife. <laughs> he, goes to the, he goes to the money and pushes to try to get me in the movie. Really? The money says no. So he's saying, is he going to go to the studio? Yeah. Spike goes to the studio, according to Sheila Booth, and they're trying to get, he's trying to get the money to pay Sheila Booth to get him in this movie. And, yeah. And the guys holding the money say, uh-uh. And this is what he says. Yeah. Uh, and that's the end of me hanging out with Spike Lee for this film. That's the end. And so, that, you, so at any point, does Sheila Booth ever say to himself, maybe if I'd act whack like Jim Carrey is right now, maybe people would give me jobs. Hey, yeah, Jim Carrey, he's he's all right. Jim, but, no, have you not seen Jim Carrey this week? No, I hadn't seen him this week. Oh, no, he's just, he, every time he opens his mouth or paints something, it's just something. He's, he's got a bit of Andy Kaufman to him, though. You never know if it's part of an act. Yeah, but this isn't. 
This isn't. Well, he's, anyway, he's actually losing. He's he's. Yeah, I, I I'd like to think I'd like to think it's it's like a kind of a, a tribute to Andy Kaufman. Yeah. He's actually doing something like that. I think he's literally. I think he's losing it. Well, this. But interview, then again, real quick, I'm gonna catch up one more time. <laughs> real quick, uh, Joaquin Phoenix did this though. Oh yeah, now Joaquin, this wasn't he, he, Yeah, he spent uh, method acting. He he spent a year full on committed. Yes. And I everybody, the and everybody thought he was crazy. So I hope I have hopes that Jim Carrey, but 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 the things that Jim's putting out there doesn't seem like that. Well, the things if you, if you look at it as a whole, because in the last few years he's put out some really inspirational videos, some really cool stuff. Yeah, but now his, his you know the, kind of you know the paintings and things he's doing are kind of all out right. There. Back to the story. This whole interview that they're talking about was kind of long. I've got I've got a clip of it here. I kind of edited it because I know how you are about time. So I've got it down. Just I've just got the important stuff. So here we go. Do it. Just do it! Just do it! No! What are you waiting for? Do it! He's screaming at the magazine right now. <laughs> That's it. That's I took all the good stuff out of it. Yeah, that was it. In, yeah, in a nutshell. The, the thing is, you can actually edit that down more, and it still has the same message. It does. Yes. <laughs> all right. Headline is: UK man tries to pass off Homer Simpson's driver's license as his own. True story. True story. Uh, well, yeah, would, if, it, if it was not true, we wouldn't be talking about it. Police in southern England had an interesting run-in recently with someone who handed them a driver's license that featured the identity of Homer Simpson. Now, this is one of those little gag gifts, like a, a little, what do you call it? Just a, a novelty, a little novelty you pick up. I think you just called it what it was. Oh. According, <laughs> according to Thames Valley Police, a traffic officer in Milton Keynes. That's Thames. Uh, demanded, it's the word that popped up before the Benny Hill shows. Yeah, it's Thames. Yeah, river, yeah. It's like a, it's the river, right? Yeah, yeah. The river yeah, Thames. Yeah. But they don't say Thames. It's Thames. It used Thames, to drive so. me nuts as a child because me and my dad would watch Benny Hill. Yeah, he's <laughs> hilarious. But the Thames, Thames would pop yeah, up. It's not Thames. It's Thames. Well, if you took the TH and made it a J. I'm going to try to find the pronunciation of it while you're doing this. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm the officer sure demanded sure. to see a driver's license following a traffic violation and was presented with Homer Simpson's classic dope face. And the photo as the photo ID, as well as an address that listed 28 Springfield Way, USA. Earlier this week, TV... I was right, Tim's. TV PIP's PC Phillips stopped a car in Milton Keynes. When she tried to identify the driver, she found the below. And there's a photograph here of this little Homer Simpson That's a good picture of Homer, by the way. Don't... The tweet from Thames Valley Police read, with a photo of the license attached. The police also confirmed that they didn't fall for the fake ID. Really? That's pretty good. They, that was good. They're, they're, yeah. they're on top of things. Crack uh, crack police work there. Revealing what happened next, the driver's car was seized, and he was reported for driving with no insurance and driving without a proper license. Doe, the tweet read. Doe! Doe! So that's all we got on the Homer Simpson uh, 28 Springfield Way, USA. I got to be honest with you. What? I'm looking at the internet now. I don't feel like talking about stories anymore. Well, you want to just talk about what you're looking at? I see you over there on the phone. That's why I don't like you clicking links during the show. You get you vanish. It's like you go away, which makes the podcast better. But but I get bored. <laughs> I'm sorry, I stepped away. What? See? No, I uh, I was trying to look up River Thames. I was trying to look it up because you were Thames? calling it Thames. Yeah, I call it because that's how it's spelled. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Well, I'm sorry. That's I mean, you know, how they, you know how they talk over there. They drop letters and... Well, we do the same thing here. Wait, Dick, because I'm Aaron Lindsay. I got me a podcast. <laughs> this just in. Romanian court tells man he is not alive. That's right. <laughs> Sir, please sit down. I don't know how to tell you this, but 
You're dead. By George, I think I am alive. No, you're dead. <laughs> says, How do, you got a Romanian accent. It says so on my tablet right here. You're dead. Right here on the sheet. Look at it. I don't know. Romanian. If you were alive, you could read it for yourself. I could, I could say I could try to do Romanian, but I, it wouldn't. I don't even know what it sounds I just, like. I don't, I, so we'll just say it's uh, like Amy Lindsay. <laughs> I doubt it. In a case reminiscent of a Kafka novel, a Romanian court has ruled that a 63-year-old. You ever read Kafka? No. I read Metamorphosis. That is great. That is really a good thing to talk about. But we, we need to talk about this first. And then what do we talk about? Wait, your, tu- wait your turn. Wait your turn. <laughs> In a case reminiscent of a Kafka novel, a Romanian court has ruled that a 63-year-old man is dead despite what would appear to be convincing. Oh, I read the trial, too. I've read two of his. The trial was really good. Metamorphosis got turned into a cockroach. I, I feel like I'm going through a trial right now. You forced me into my Olin Mills pose. Do it! Just <clears throat> All right, I'm sorry. I don't think I can get through the first paragraph without you talking. Well, about. the problem with me, when you start talking books, I get, it's like, you know, it takes over. I will, all right, let me clear my mind. I Go. got an idea. Okay. This is going to change it. Ready? Yeah. And this is going to keep you from saying anything. All right. In a case reminiscent of a Kafka movie, a Romanian court has ruled that a 63-year-old man is dead despite what would appear to be convincing evidence. To the contrary, the man himself appearing appearing alive and well in court. Constantin Reilly... Constant CR asked the court in the town of Barlad, where are you from, Barlad? I'm from the bar, lad. Yeah, from the bar, lad. <laughs> to overturn the death certificate, they, they wanted to flip it over, uh, obtained <laughs> so by his wife. Safe as anything on the other side. <laughs> it was obtained by his wife after he spent more than a decade in Turkey, during which time he was out of contact with the family. The court told him he was too late and would have him remain officially deceased. That's ridiculous. He's well, standing right there. She waited. He never came back. <laughs> He's dead. You, you're dead to me. <laughs> I am officially dead, although I am alive, a bemused told local media outlets. I have no income because I'm listed as dead. I can't do anything. No, you're not going to hire a dead guy. Poor guy. Who's going to do that? He can't find. Well, I don't know. The city. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Uh, R, we're calling R from now on. R left Romania for Turkey. Uh, I wouldn't leave anywhere for Turkey. Maybe pizza or Dairy Queen. I would leave somewhere for that. I would leave for Dairy Queen. I don't know. I'd like to go to uh, to Turkey. I wouldn't leave for Turkey unless it's really good. It's turkey. very dangerous right now. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, you mean okay? Yeah, I'm with you now. Sorry. Yeah. R left for Romania. Left Romania for Turkey in 1992. Apparently to seek employment. He had, he last returned to the country in 1999 and appeared to have cut off all contact with his family. After years of silence from her estranged husband, R's wife obtained a backdated death certificate for him. The Romanian daily Adderall uh, said, <laughs> I don't know what to call it, Adderall said R's wife had argued in court that having heard nothing from her husband since 1999, which was a long time ago, yeah, almost 20 years ago, she had assumed he had died in an earthquake while in Turkey. You think she got remarried? Let's see. The paper said R believes she sought the death certificate in order to annul the marriage and allow her to remarry. Mm-hmm. He may never have found out about his death in his homeland had he not been apprehended by Turkish authorities earlier this year and deported back to Romania because of expired documents. He was illegal. R had planned to renew his passport in Romania and return to Turkey, but on arrival, he was detained by immigration officers who informed him he had died <laughs> in 2003. 
So I don't, <laughs> I don't, know, how I don't know how to tell you this. You're, Look, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to just rip the Band-Aid off. You're, you're dead. You're dead, mate. You're you dead. Di- you died and you passed in 2003. You went on in. You went in and um, I'm afraid we have to dispatch you now because you're really messing up the paperwork. Walk this way. R said he wants to return to Turkey and has set up a small company there, but is now faced with a confusing legal battle to regain his identity and obtain a passport. Just go back to Turkey and be your whoever you they are there. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's dead there, too. Well, he's got a company. Well, so owners die. A spokeswoman for the court explained to local news outlets that R had been too late with his appeal against the death certificate and thus lost his case. The ruling is apparently final and cannot be appealed uh, against leaving R in legal limbo. So basically, I mean, if you he's gonna, too if, late if, because he if, didn't know he was dead. If you're going to uh, penalize the guy, why don't you just make him pay a huge hefty fine? Yeah, instead of the, keeping him dead for the paperwork. I mean, it's like murder because he's alive. Well, but if he's dead, he shouldn't have to pay taxes. Now, there you go. If he's maybe dead, I could be dead. If he's dead, he ought to be able to run through the store going. Ooh. As Murray said on the flight of the concourse, he may be dead did mate oh do we have a band meeting it's band meeting we did have a band meeting i appreciate you letting me play the falcon heavy uh during during band meeting today although this next one came from our friend sean didn't it sean rourke sean rourke submitted this story and we don't like to talk about death you know much on this podcast Talk about what death sure we do but we do because weirdness if it involves a spider or a snake weirdness i don't like spiders and snakes (laughs) Snake, uh, spiders will eat your face. I don't know if you knew that or not. Did I tell you I got a couple of rats at my house? No. Not figuratively. Ethan and... No, not figuratively. Oh, okay. I actually have a couple of rats. So the oldest daughter comes in from uh, G. She comes in from uh, yeah. college and she's got her guinea pig with her. That's her pet. And then, yeah. then they come in right behind that. She's got two little rats. Oh, what in the world? But they're they're darn cute. Like I'm cute rats. They're not. They're not. They haven't bitten anything. They just like. It doesn't matter. They're not cute. They're, they're fancy rats. There's a difference. <laughs> what, they got little bow ties on. But if you go to the store, they say fancy rats. Actually, this is good. They were actually saved from being fed to snakes. These were like rats that were feeder. They, they carry little canes. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing their fancy pants. They got monocles. <laughs> but the thing is, they uh, they would have been fed to snakes. They were like she bought. So them. she rescued them. Kind of. Somewhat, you know. The snakes are saying thanks a but lot. But actually, you know, like gerbils and guinea pigs. Like they, I'm not guinea pigs. They're usually gerbils. and, and Guinea pigs and they, are cute. Yeah, they're adorable. Yeah. Anyway, so so like a lot of those animals will nibble on your finger, bite on you, whatever. Yeah. These little guys, no. They get up in your ear and start like sniffing around your ear and like, you know, cuddle up your neck. And mm, Don't no, think I want that. No, they're cute. Headline is famed snake whisperer dies after a cobra bite. I'll tell you what. You take one of these rats over a cobra. Oh, heck yes, I would. Okay, quit your, quit your belly aching. <laughs> a cobra got the better of Malaysia's famous snake whisperer, who died Friday from a bite from the deadly serpent. Abu Zaran Hussan headed uh, the King Cobra Squad of the fire department, where he trained other smoke eaters what? <laughs> to identify poisonous snakes and capture them without killing them. Smoke eaters. Why would you capture a poisonous snake without killing it? Why would you eat it? smoke? I don't know. Maybe they're really hungry. It is Malaysia. Firefighters in Malaysia are often called by people who discover unwelcome reptiles in their homes or in public places. But on Tuesday, Hussein's luck ran out when he was bitten by a poisonous king cobra. We know all about oh, those. Man. No, During, we, we don't have any. No, we don't. Well, I think there's a couple loose in Florida every once in a while. That's you always know. like that. Hussein, 33, who uh, has been a firefighter for 10 years, rose to fame when he participated in the TV competition show Asia's Got Talent. Asia Got Talent. I gotta find a clip of this where his snake handling act included kissing a serpent. 
yuck. Friends describe the snake catcher's patience and determination during dangerous missions. It will sometimes take hours, but Abu Zarin, he remained patient. Former volunteer fireman Mohad There were times when we stepped on the snake's nest when trying to catch a reptile plantations, and at times we were almost bitten by the highly poisonous cobras. Hussein was also widely known for uh, being misidentified by British tabloids in 2016 as a Thai man who allegedly married his pet snake. Here we go again. Right. People won't marry anything. I mean, look at Glenna. Believe, uh, dang, you beat me to it. <laughs> oh, what happened? Darn it. Uh, um, believing it to be his reincarnated girlfriend because of its striking resemblance to her. His girlfriend looked like a cobra. She looked like a snake. That's terrible. She puffed up a lot. <laughs> Bless her heart. The stories used pictures from his social media accounts that showed him playing with the scaly creatures. Hussan, who had four pet snakes, said he was uh, very disappointed by these reports. The snake charmer had been bitten by a viper before. In 2015, he stayed in a coma for two days after receiving a cobra bite. Well, it's a it's a permanent coma now. He's gone. He's gone. I mean, just ask the courts that said the live guy was dead. Well, you just you don't you you don't go around kissing snakes. I mean, I don't go around snakes. Well, here's the thing: people, there are a lot of people that don't like to be hugged. True. You think a you think a snake wants to be kissed? Snakes don't want anything to do with us. Snakes want to be left alone. They don't love you. Nope. If have, you have a pet snake, they they don't love. They don't they, love you. They have no emotion. They don't know. They have no emotion. They don't have any. Their no. brain is the size of the tip of a of a toothpick. Well, yours is too, but they consider you halfway intelligent. <laughs> I'm taller. Uh, there's uh, they're just ter- I don't understand. Well, they're wild animals. They're they're wild reptiles. Animals. They're, well, they're but they're wild. They're, they're scaly. Not, they're, they're not meant to be. They're so evil that. Satan himself took the form of one. Wow. Yeah. That's how evil they are. They're Satan's little hand puppets. Every <laughs> every one of them crawling around this earth. That's exactly what I they just are. just imagine the devil looking guy with like these little puppets on his hands. They're look, real snakes. They're actually just sock puppets. I wouldn't be surprised if every one of them was possessed by demons. And they're, they're, they're pretty evil. Like They're right up there with cats. Cats are awesome. Whatever. Cats are aw- I love cats. You know what's not awesome is this next story. You don't think so? No. Well, maybe. It's disgusting. Would you try it? Mm, nah, I don't know. I'm going to try it. I don't know. Yep. You try anything. That's true. <laughs> you, no, you wouldn't try pistachios. Never had a pistachio. And you're stupid because they're awesome. <laughs> they're awesome. Uh, whatever. All right. Hey, this yeah. just in. Pickle juice slushes are coming to Sonic. Mm. I don't even like pickles. Well, then you wouldn't want this. Why are you talking about even trying one? <laughs> I would just one? try it just so I could Sonic see. Drive-In is adding a potentially polarizing new drink to their menu this summer. I bet it does well, actually. Food and... Because a lot of people like it for some reason. Uh, yeah, I guess. Food and Wine reports that... Uh, why, would a, why would a publication like Food and Wine even bother with Sonic? <laughs> does Sonic sell either of those? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, food and Wine reports that the fast food restaurant uh, plans to roll out pickle juice slushes to the locations nationwide in June. Yes, the salty Brian. Brian. I tried to say Brian. Hey, Brian. I, <laughs> I tried to say Brian. It came out Brian. Man. Brian Shrimp. Yes. The salty. Hey, I was just watching a video about Brian Shrimp. Uh, sea Monkeys? Sea Monkeys. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was just watching the. Uh, the you, you ever had sea monkeys? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're fun. I was just they? watching the documentary about how the guy invented them and 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 you know how their eggs are dormant and they just throw them in the water and boop, they're there. They're there, yeah. And they're, they're just this big. And one of the guys was an artist for DC Comics was the guy that drew the original pictures. I remember them holding hoops like they were little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they yeah, could yeah. jump through hoops. But you know the iconic picture of them, the way they look. Yes. That was a guy that went on to work at DC Comics. That drew those. That doesn't surprise and, me because that's just, where I saw it. Was in DC Comics. Well, that's because. He instead instead of doing the normal like newspaper route, he purposely put in like however many millions of ads in like all these comics, right? And that's where and then that of course was a pop culture thing, yeah. And how we because we're talking about Brian, yeah. That's how we got we got, got on Brian, not Bur- not Brian, but Brian. no, no. Anyway, yes, the salty Brian is being mashed up with the famous icy drinks that dye your tongue bright colors. F&W's, that's uh, food and wines, Maria Yagoda. Is that Abe, Abe Yagoda's? Uh, <laughs> no, he was Vagoda. You go to DQ lately? Yagoda. Yagoda? <laughs> no, it's Yagoda Sonic lately? Maria, you go to DQ? So anyway, Maria got a chance to taste the bright green beverage during a recent trip to Sonic's headquarters in Oklahoma City. I've been there. I have not. I've been to the only indoor Sonic that I'm aware of. It's an indoor Sonic. It's a restaurant you walk into. It's at the corporate office. Didn't know they had them. Yep. It's an area called Bricktown in Oklahoma City. It's not, but just a few blocks away from the uh, the, the bombing. Ooh. It's not very far from there. I think, if I'm recalling correctly, it was just a few blocks away from We're there. connected with Oklahoma City. Very much so. Yeah. We have friends there. Well, my daughter yeah. is there. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, I won't be going there anytime soon. So, here's the thing. Oh, you found out you won't? Yeah. Be. So, here, so so uh, Sonic. Yeah, I've been to this corporate this corporate headquarters. It's actually an indoor Sonic restaurant instead of a drive through. Is that where those two guys live in the commercials? Uh, I think they're just actors. But anyway, <laughs> what if they did? Anyway, what if they had apartments there? Back to Maria. <laughs> she was shockingly pleased with the product. It's surprisingly delicious, and it makes a good accompaniment <laughs> to burgers and or tots and or corn dogs, she writes. How much they, they must have given her a lot of free coupons to I say guess. that. She writes, sweet and tangy, the bright brine compensates for over-savoriness, savory, 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 savory. <laughs> that's what happened. This is how you start talking when you work at Food and Wine. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, overly savorously. And muscle, you it might have been worried about. So basically, she says the bright brine compensates She's she's rating it like you would a wine. Yeah, she's really taking this too seriously. You go to <laughs> also added the pickle syrup, some might say syrup, that is used to make the slushes can be added to any of the other menu items like burgers or shakes. Oh, Sonic's the greatest at that. You can mix anything. I but, want but I want a chili cheeseburger, put some cherries on it. Yeah, you know, exactly. They'll do whatever. You know why? Cuz you know why? Cuz it's all barcode. It's it's barcode. They're all they're just a different <laughs> thing they can charge you for. <laughs> That's right. They have the philosophy that we don't care. If you want to put a tater tot in your chocolate milkshake, we will do, do it, it for it. you. Yep. We don't care. 20 hey, cents. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Write that down. Let's try that later. Anyway, she added that the pickle syrup uh, can be used in other menu items. So they had let, the bacon. so let your creativity run wild. You remember the bacon? Yeah, I'm just ignoring you right now. They had, they had the you ba- wait what for was it? it? Bacon something. I don't know. Chocolate bacon? Sure. It's a milkshake <laughs> with bacon in it. Unfortunately, Sonic does not serve hard liquor yet. Why is that unfortunate? <laughs> so yet. there are no pickleback. It's, it's like it's in, it's in bland. She said, they said this, so there are no pickleback shots in your fast food. How about if you want to do if you want to do pickle shots, you go to a bar. Yeah. You go to? You said yeah. you go to a bar. It's her name, you go to. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the humor in it. I don't think our listener did. Headline is Well, here's here's the test. Were you talking? 
That's not funny. Yeah, that, that's no, pretty funny. No, that's not really. Headline is North Pole Blockbuster Video to close. Oh, that's the last one. Well, there's a couple more still there, but one of the few is closed. I thought it was like the last one. Fairbanks, Alaska, one of the, one of only two Blockbuster Video stores left well, in the then, interior. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You just ex- you expanded a little more. You said there were like several. <laughs> well, there's, listen. No, there's two. <laughs> no, there's more than two. Listen. One of only two. Can I read the story? I don't know. How does it feel from that end? How does it feel? Okay, we're going to... Do we're, it! <laughs> just do it! Just do the story. Fairbanks, Alaska. One of the only two Blockbuster video stores left in the interior will soon be closing its doors for good. Blockbuster Alaska announced on social media this morning that the North Pole video store stopped... What's Santa going to rent from? <laughs> renting videos. He's got good He's got good, good Wi-Fi. Why doesn't Santa get his magical little elf butts out there stop and save them? That will stop renting videos Sunday and will begin selling off its inventory next week. Although the parent Blockbuster Corporation went bankrupt and liquidated its assets years ago, independent franchise owners retained the Blockbuster name and continued with business as usual, and a handful remain across the U.S. Here in Alaska, one block- we're not We're not in Alaska. Here in Alaska. No, 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 we're in Tennessee. There in Alaska, one Blockbuster franchise remains in Fairbanks on College Road. Do you ever go by College Road? No. It's, if you went to school, you probably were, were near there. I don't, Alaska, ever since I saw 30 Days of Night, I don't want. You ever seen Thirty Days? Of oh, see, I, th- I want to experience that. You want to experience being no, in the no, dark no. for thirty days yes. and vampires coming no, and I kill everybody? The, I don't want the vampires, but I'd like to experience no sunlight for a while. I like that movie. I bet Randall. <laughs> Do you? Do you like it? Yeah, I like that movie. I bet Randall likes that movie. Well, we'll Randall, find out. Randall, you need to let me know if you like Thirty Days of Night since we exchange movies all the time. Okay. You, I one, say every time, all the time. We one, just did it twice. One, block, one blockbuster franchise. You see how it feels to try to tell a story? <laughs> franchise And you got the guy on the other side that won't quit talking. Banks, and another two are still open in Anchorage, Craig. Well, then they lied. At the beginning, it says one of only two. In a statement today, Blockbuster Alaska thanked the community. Maybe we'll thank everybody. Of North Pole for supporting its location for many years. Whew. I wonder if they had VHS still. You know, if you if you were old enough like us to 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 live through the whole blockbuster thing and video stores, yeah, that's a sad that's a sad. It thing really is because there was something. Even though I'm just as guilty of, of of being lazy and pulling up stuff instantly, I love being able to pull up a jukebox of movies. You know, pull up whatever I want on Netflix oh, that's or awesome. whatever. Yeah. But there was something about getting in the car, walking around, staring at these boxes, going, hmm, don't want to see that. Ooh. Yeah. Or trying to fight for the new release that was there. Yeah. And I, and I worked in a record store, and I was the video manager. So, you know, I got to even uh, be on that end of the of the thing. You know, you got something in your teeth over there, I do. <laughs> and so, um, it, you know, it was just, it was a lot of fun. Sometimes it would just be, you go down there and you never, may never get anything, but you go looking at all the movies. And, and back then, you know, it was like, it's kind of like that risk you took when you develop film. Like, you know, you had to pay. And oh, that's right. And, you know, here in Netflix, the little snowflakes out there now, they, yeah. like, they don't like a movie. They just stop it. They stop it and go to something that's else right. for the same low price. Yeah, they don't, they don't know the pain. I feel sorry for anybody that didn't grow up during the 80s. 80s is one of the greatest decades on the planet ever. One of ever, nothing. Ever. One of it nothing. It is the greatest. It is the greatest decade in the history of the world. Yes. Period. Yeah. And that's been proven over and over. <laughs> really? How, yes. was that, how exactly was that proven? Where is the update? Give us the update. That was nice. It's a twofer. You actually hit the buttons right yeah. for a change. It's a twofer. Just do it. <laughs> do it. Go on. I'm going to keep that on a hot button. Read your story. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you it's got- your turn. Oh, is it my turn again? Yeah, you just feel like it's my turn because you talked all the way through my last story. How, how did that feel? <laughs> 
How does it feel? Yeah, how does it feel? Because like you should really think about that when I'm reading my stories. Like rolling That's my Bob Dylan. I, obviously. How does it feel? I never thought his voice could get worse, but when you do it, it's actually worse. I love Bob Dylan. Why don't you marry him? Somebody took all... You remember... Uh, he got saved in the 80s, uh, Bob Dylan did, and he, he started in just Christian music. That's all he would do. Oh, I thought I, thought I was kind of thinking he was hanging off a cliff, and somebody came up and grabbed that him. That may have happened, too. Okay. I don't know. Well, he was figuratively hanging off a cliff. Sure. And he, I did not know that about Bob Dylan. But somebody has taken uh, his concert footage from that time, and they'll do one of his songs, and then they have this actor, and you would uh, you know actors so, so it's well. Not the, it's not the one with What's-Her-Face in it. No. It's not Kate the one. Blanchett. No, Kate Blanchett's not in this one. Blanchett. No. Um I've forgotten what it was called, too, but it's a new documentary, and it was very interesting. Anyway. I don't know if I want to see a Bob Dylan nude document- documentary. <laughs> Would you read your story, please? Uh, No. But anyway, the actor playing this preacher does such a good job, you think he... And I've seen him in other things. He's, he's an amazing actor. What was that movie that she was in where she played him? Wasn't that Kate? Yeah, but there were a bunch of people playing Bob Dylan in that movie. Oh, it wasn't one of those. I think That'd Jack be, White played him. That and, would just be confusing. Yeah, yeah. So I should read the story? I wish you would. Colorado couple who spent, you know what? What? I already messed up. Did you really? I'm going to leave. I don't want to do this anymore. Sorry. You got to say, Colorado man. couple who spent life savings on boat that sank. They got a new one for a dollar. A dollar? A dollar. Some, some rich guy. Anyway. Pinellas, California. California. It's in Florida. I said California. I'm tra- what, is, what are you looking at? You're distracting me. How am I distracting you? You keep looking at something over there. I'm looking there. up the Bob Dylan documentary because uh, Trouble No More, it's called. Trouble no, no more. No, there's plenty of trouble. <laughs> trouble, trouble, trouble. I want to see if it tells us which uh, who the actor is, because I know you know who it is. But go ahead with your story. I'm right. listening. Pinellas County, Florida. A Colorado couple who sold everything to buy a boat and live their dream which to sail the world. We covered that, all that. We know. We played the update thing. Okay. I'm just saying. They lost their boat after it sank like two days into their journey, but now <laughs> they have then. a new boat. Less than. They, they set out. This is the funny part. They set out to, to boat around the world. Yeah, it's almost like they said bye and they're yes, waving yes, and then like three and seconds later just <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. it's like Jack Sparrow's boat. <laughs> yes. Anyway, they got a new one for a dollar. Oh. Tanner Broadwell and his girlfriend Nikki Walsh sold their belongings at Breckenridge last year to buy a sailboat uh, so they could venture on a once in a lifetime voyage to the Caribbean. But the dream trip ended quickly when the boat went down near Tampa about three weeks ago. All they had left was a cell phone and $90 and their dog. <laughs> That's it. And the $90 little... actually belonged to their dog. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Times reports, uh, Mark. <laughs> the dog said, that was rough. Rough, rough, rough. The Tampa Bay Times reports, Mark Rinicky, maybe is how you pronounce it? A I retired guess. physician living in St. Petersburg sold them his cherished 1985, Golly. is it Chioy Lee Pedrick, uh, 36-foot sailboat, the Odyssey, for $1, yeah. which they promptly crashed it, and it sank. <laughs> That's not what it says. He read, you can't make up the news. He read they had, we well, every, that, everybody else does. We leave that to the network. Yeah, right. <laughs> he read they had come from Colorado, like he and his wife, and had two-year-old pug, which reminded them of their own older pug, Chow. Uh, they said he and his wife are from the Denver area. He went to school and college in Colorado and served in the Army during Vietnam. The couple left Colorado in 1965. He said the boat needs some work. Wall said the couple were grateful for the gift, and they're going to be getting insurance for it. They'll get the work done on the boat and resume their sailing adventure, hopefully making it 20 feet this time instead of the five feet they made off the dock before. You think the guy... He bet the dollar thing had to be something for taxes. I'm thinking the guy could have just 
taken out a gun and killed them both because that's what pretty much what he's doing. These, oh, oh well, you said that. That was very violent the way you said that. Well, well they, you meant what he was doing was he was aiding them and just drowning. Yes, he was yeah. aid, he, he was, was aiding them in their uh, uh, in their demise. Yes, because they don't know how to they don't know how to use a boat. Right. Maybe he's like a Tony Stark type. Maybe that boat's you know. Maybe it's like Baloney Stark. Oh, now I want baloney. Michael Shannon, the actor. Yeah, what about him? That's the one that's in the Bob Dylan documentary playing the preacher. We talked about that, I think. Did we? Yeah, I think we talked about him. He's actually, he played Zod in Man of Steel. What a great actor. He is. He's kind of a loudmouth, but hey, what actor? Is he really? What, I don't know. What actor isn't these days? Yeah, really. Because you know what we say here on this podcast? What? We're not trying to get too political. Let's just, say, let's just say it in the most obvious way. If you're an actor, act. If, if you're, you're a singer, baker, if you're a singer, sing. sing. If you're a baker, bake. Yeah. If you're a doctor, doc. We want to watch you. We want to watch you do what you do. Yeah, we, we don't, don't want to hear your opinion. We don't your want opinion. your opinion. Yeah. I got plenty of friends that I know their opinions, or, or even if I don't, I don't ask for that opinion because I don't want to base my relationship on that. Exactly. And when it comes to my relationship with the movie screen, watching the movie, I don't want to be distracted by the fact that you're a numbskull who thinks that I have to agree with everything you say. Thank you. And, and I just, all I want to say is we all have differences. Yeah. And all I want to say is, Michael Shannon, you're a good actor. Why don't you shut, very good actor. shut, shut your, 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 your pie hole and, and be a good actor. All right. Headline is. He's kind of a weird looking dude, too. You know, he he's, is from, weird. He's, he's from Kentucky. I like weird looking actors, though. That's what makes them memorable. That's it. Uh, the guy that was in uh, Fargo. Everybody in Fargo was weird looking, pretty much. The, William the H. Macy? Yes. Oh, he, yeah. He's great. Yeah. He's, he's really good. He looks a little different. Headline like is. you. You should be a star. Oh, my gosh. Headline is Cirque du Soleil performer dies after falling in front of Man, audience. I saw Cirque du Soleil. Did you? Saw, you went to see it live? I saw it in Vegas. Really? Yeah, not it. Yeah, I was. It was uh, someone else. Like I didn't go out and get tickets. And we were there for a business trip, and well, somebody, sure. somebody took us out for the night to see it. It's amazing. I'd like to see it. Well, it's cool as long as there's not a guy falling and dying in front of you. Speaking of seeing things, and I'll get right back to this story. I got a quick little side You're story. You're not seeing things again, are you? No, I got a quick little side story. Okay. We live near Nashville. Do you, did, did you ever attend the Nashville Knights hockey games? I saw your post today. How about that? They certainly that? did not like, look like that when I saw it. So them. let me tell you. Lori and I went downtown this morning. We had some, some business to take care of in Nashville. Who? Lori. And Lori and I. Darn it. So we were driving past Municipal Auditorium, and it said, Tonight, Nashville Knights versus, I don't know uh, who, because I got so excited. It looked like that uh, Well, hang on. No, no, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 okay, 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 You're okay. going to mess up my story. All right. Okay. So I told Lori, because the Nashville Knights, I fell in love with hockey back in the That's the only hockey game I've ever been to. Well, we went to all of them. And I, was, I mean, we went no, in. I mean, that's the only hockey game I've ever been to was one of their games, and I was screaming at the top of my lungs. A, it was great. A, a, it's the best hockey I've ever seen was the Nashville Knights. We used to have the Nashville South Stars in the 70s, and I'd go watch them, and it was good hockey. Nashville Knights came, and it, they just upped the game. And when the Predators came to Nashville, I remember the news saying the Nashville Knights aren't going anywhere. They're going to stay because there's still a place for AAA hockey in Nashville. So I was all for it, which I would have been anyway. But as soon as the Predators come, they're gone. The nights are gone. That's where the, money, that's where the money is. So today, we drive by, I saw the big the big billboard, Nashville Nights Tonight. And I told Laura, I got so excited. I said, I got to get tickets. I, I was going to, you know, we, we hadn't planned to record tonight. We're recording early. So I punched it up. It's not hockey. It's not what our is, Nashville Nights. What is it? It is the Female Lingerie Football League. Okay, that's what I was going to say. It, yes. looked, it looked like from the picture, It's the it, uh, was Nashville Nights a play on words like, it wasn't called the Nashville Knights, but it was like Nashville Knights. Like no, that's their team name. They are called. That. They are called. The why Nashville would they call? Knights. Why would they take that name? I don't. Maybe to fool people like me into buying tickets. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but I called Alan right away. I said Nashville Knights are back. We got to go. And I now said, you're embarrassed because no, I'm not. I said you got to buy tickets. Lori won't let me. <laughs> yeah. 
Darn it. Anyway. Well, do they still have the Roller Girls here? Yes, they do. Yes. I actually worked with one of them. I'd like to go see some of that, too. That looks like fun. I Whip it. Huh? Whip it. That was There was a movie. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I thought it was also a Devo song. <laughs> From the greatest decade ever. Ever. Uh, so back to the Cirque, Cirque du Soleil, poor guy. Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil acrobat plunged to his death in front of a horrified audience while performing the routine for the first time oh, wow. on Saturday night in Florida. Wait a minute. What? I don't think this was his first time. He's obviously rehearsed it, right? Uh, uh, this is the they first make, time in Florida. <laughs> no, no, no. They make it sound like... <laughs> That's true. Hey, Dave, go out there and do this. See if you can well, do I've this. I've never done it I've before. I've never done it before, Paul. Hey, it's first time for everything. <laughs> Jan Arnaud lost his grip as he swung on straps high above the stage during the show, Volta. The 38-year-old was taken to the hospital in nearby Tampa, but later died from his injuries. Arnaud was considered one of the company's most most experienced entertainers. Daniel Lemaire, the company's president, said in a telephone interview, We were very surprised, considering his experience, that something like that would happen. How can you be surprised? You don't have nets. It's scary. And and anything could... Their insurance must be so incredibly expensive. It must expensive. be. The, but the things that they were doing at the show we saw, and I'm, there's been different variations, different shows, like different themed shows, whatever the Yeah, I remember story, the Beatles one. St- stories, for yeah. lack of a better. And, but it was amazing to watch. I'd but love it, to it, see it. But, it. but this is not like the old circus high wire act or the acrobats, you know, the no. swinging around no, the bars. It's, it's much more dangerous. These guys are doing crazy stuff, and it is Amazing. How long do you think it'll be before they're forced to have safety nets and things? You know, I don't know why that should ruin the show anyway. Because it's well, it takes the excitement away. Well, not really. It's amazing the stuff they do. Like you're watching it, going, "That's cool." Sure. I would rather say that's cool and know that they're safe if they fall than to watch a guy fall to his death in front of me. Well, this is the third death of Cirque du Soleil in 34 years. And and how much stress does that put on somebody every day going out there to do a show night after night? Oh my gosh. Well, I guess if it's like anything, you think you're good. You, you are good if you're doing it, but mistakes happen, accidents happen. This guy apparently had two children. Uh, so just hours before his death, he posted excitedly about his debut uh, Straps Duo Act with aerial lamp artist Powell Walzeski. After so much work and training and staging, our Strap Duo Act is finally in the show tonight. So it was the first time live in front of an audience they were performing this act. Here's the problem. What? He probably pointed the aerial lamp in his face. You think that was it? <laughs> just made that up. I have no idea. Anyway, bless his heart. Sad stuff. You just said bless his heart. That's the southern way of saying you idiot. No, it's not. No. <laughs> no. No, that's horrible, though. But yeah. it's a great show. I just, I, I really. I've always wanted to see it. When I it really, came to Nashville, I wanted I w- to go. I really think they yeah, they really should have Nats. Because here's the thing. I mean, nobody wants to see. Well, they're, if they're in New York, they might want to see him die. But, you know. Do you remember in the old. We talked about Faces of Death. Remember there was um, we talked about that right? I don't I don't know I don't no, we t- I've never seen one. Well, we talked. I thought we talked about them one time about the videos. There's a story. We may have. Something. Well, there's a there's a clip. One of the clips of um, a guy that's going to jump off a building. They're like in New York or somewhere. Here it'd be like, stop! Don't yeah, do don't. it. New York. They're all on the ground like trying do to get it. him to go do it. Come on! David Lee Roth runs out. And says, <laughs> Might as well jump. <clears throat> you had to ruin that, didn't you? Why'd you have to ruin that? I didn't ruin it. I made it better. Hey. Yeah. Mexican Mr. Tabasco beauty contest scrapped after all the male contestants were deemed too ugly. A male beauty contest? Those words don't go together. It should say something. Beauty is not right. It should say. Hello, senorita. You do not know this, but I was Mr. Tabasco three years in a row. Play me some tuba. 
I'm in the mood. What was the word? <laughs> if you like to <laughs> eat the Tabasco. Anyway, Mr. Tabasco 2017 pageant was announced by modeling agent Oscar Servin Leon. We call him OSL. With the hope of finding a real hot hunk <laughs> fit to hold the title. The agency caused controversy with its original advertisement. Advertisement. By Adver- whatever. Advertisement. Well, we say advertisement. Yeah, Southern. Well, is that okay with you? I, no, I like advertisement. I'm, suddenly, I'm on school underhill on how to talk. <laughs> I'm Aaron Lindsay. <laughs> advertisement. Whatever. By specifying contestants must be a minimum height of 5 feet 10 inches. I protest. Why? You qualify. No, I don't. I'm not 5'10". You're 5'7", right? Yes. Are you 5'7"? Yes. You're such a short guy. <laughs> you just come up short. <laughs> Loan me some money. I'm a little short. <clears throat> Anywho, the agency caused controversy with its original advertisement by specifying contestants must be a minimum height of 5 feet 10 inches, single, childless, and have an athletic body. We're out on you're out. On. <laughs> I miss every one of those. I'm not 5 feet 10. I'm not single. I'm not childless. And I, well, I kind of got an athletic body. If they change it to childish, <laughs> then I'd be in. But only six entrants threw their hats in the ring. What a waste. Why, why would you throw your hat at the, To become Mr. Model Tabasco <laughs> in the southeastern Mexican state of the same name. Although the agency conducted some publicity shoots with the six hopefuls, showing them in swimsuits, casual clothes, and formal attire, the contest was soon canceled with the six being deemed too ugly for the competition to continue. <laughs> Those poor guys. The modeling agency confirmed in a statement, the National Organization of Mr. Model Mexico reg- uh, regrets to inform that the event of Mr. Model Tabasco 2017 has been canceled until further notice canceled. due to contestants not meeting the physical requirements established for the organization. Olay. <laughs> Why'd you throw that in there? It's Mexican. Online jokers from Italy. Oh, sure. Uh, here comes the Italians. <laughs> you know, it's bad enough. It's bad enough that the the poor Mexican guys just trying to make a, make a way for themselves. They're little five inch, five feet ten inch selves. Hey Jose, we're they're single. Too. They're single. They're childless. They have athletic bodies, and apparently they're ugly. And here come the Italians poking them with a stick, poking them with a snake. Uh. Online jokers from Italy were quick to mock the entrance, with one posting a meme showing beefcakes labeled expectations. And the less impressive lineup of Tabasco lads labeled mean. reality. Those Italians. You know what? Mama me. Just sit over there and eat, eat your spaghetti or whatever it is. Play Mario Kart. Do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we got a France headline. Calais Boom Boom, Craig. A French baker is fined. doesn't apply. That doesn't even fit in the... Well, it does. Calais Boom Boom, a French baker. A French baker is fined $3,600. You know why? For working too hard. He needs to calm down. He did not take holiday when they said to. Boy, those Europeans really do appreciate their holidays. They do like the holiday. So much so that one small business owner got fined 3,600 U.S. dollars for not taking one. In France, everyone is, you're required to take a day off a week. (laughs) A day off a week? Just one day? They take every other day off, don't they? Even if you run your own business, that's a lesson learned the hard way by Cedric Vever, who sure. owns who owns a bakery in a tourist region of Lake Bakey. Lake Bakey. <laughs> what a better place for a bakery than Lake Bakey, uh, which is about 120 miles southeast of Paris. 
to meet the demands of the summer the season. People are coming to a lake of bacon. If you're tired, you can't make it. Why is he Italian? This is France. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Calais boom boom. He said uh, he made fresh croissants and baguettes seven days a oh, week. Baguette, mm, baguette. However, local labor laws state that a small business can only work six out of seven days maximum. You know, I know everything I need to know about France. I've seen the movie Ratatouille. Yeah, Ratatouille was, was a movie. I really just. Yes, it was. It was a movie. That's all. I, I can't. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. You don't like Ratatouille? Man, you and your kids' movies. What is wrong with you? Are you dead inside? No. Your soul dead? No. You don't like Paddington? Paddington was boring. You, it was great. You didn't like, uh, you didn't want to go see Peter Rabbit. It was Not great. Not even going to see it. You, you you don't like. Rabbits don't You don't talk. like Pixar movies. Rabbits which don't wear clothes. Which actually there are a few bad Pixar movies. I do movies. like some Pixar movies. There's some bad ones. Toy Story is awesome. Right, and there's some really bad ones, but Ratatouille's a good one. Coco? Coco's a great no, one. No, Coco I didn't like. It's creepy. It's just creepy. It's not creepy. It's ah, funny. It's creepy. Day of the Dead stuff creeps me out. Yeah, it's just weird. You disappoint me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Top 10 phenomenal questions people don't really think about. This t- this comes to us from thetop10s.com where... Yeah, Anybody can get on there and vote. Yeah, these are, this is, it's really the description at the top yeah. isn't really... You'll understand when we start naming them. That's right. They're really silly contemplations. Well, maybe. No, some of them are really good questions. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm serious. Number 10. Yeah. If you went back in time a few hours, would there be two of you? I would say according so. According to Back to the Future 2? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Number nine. But according to other movies, no. Number nine. Will the universe end? It's infinite. You ever think about that? Yeah. Blows my mind. It's huge. <laughs> Number eight of the top ten phenomenal que- Phenomenal may be an overstatement. I don't know. That's what it's called. Questions people don't really think about. We're thinking about them right now, yeah. so it kind of nullifies the list. Number eight, will rock and roll come back, or is it officially, I would say dead, not died. Is it officially dead? No, it's not, because it's not because we have Greta Van Fleet. They are bringing, they're single-handedly because saving rock and roll. Greta Van Sestren. No, not Greta. She, she might report on it, but Greta Van Fleet is the band now sean doesn't like them he thinks they're overrated i'll have to listen to i i think you're delirious i enjoy i enjoy the album so much it's my favorite album in the past few years Okay, well, i'll go listen to it right after i see split i I, Lori and i've been discussing this i tried to pick a favorite song i can't it's like every every time a new one starts i'm like oh no wait this is my i'd like to get through this 10 thing (laughs) this 10 tenor here top 10 phenomenal questions people don't really think about number seven is anyone sane in this world? And that's the kind of question that can drive you insane. Now, a friend of mine... What if we're all crazy? A friend of mine, I don't know if he listens or not, a friend of mine says, why is it insane? Why is it called insane? And outsane. It should be outsane. It should be outsane. You're outwardly... It's not insane. It's outsane. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All right. <clears throat> Number six. Yeah. Are babies' thoughts in pictures? Nobody think of, <laughs> thinks about this. That's what they just said. Nobody really thinks about them. Top well, ten. Okay, so this this is basically this should be called top ten stupid things we came up with because our boss said we had to have a top ten list by the end of the day. Number four. Number four. No, number five. Top ten phenomenal questions people don't really think about. I think I used to think about this. One. People think about this all the time. Exactly, they do. Number five is God real. People that don't believe in God contemplate. Sure, it. they do. They may people not, who they, do, they may not believe, but they do contemplate. You know, they, and they, people who do have bouts of doubt every once yes. in a while, and they think about it. Uh, let's see. Number it's four. Where faith comes in. Number four. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, preacher. Yeah. Number number four. You ready? Michael Shannon. I'm over just here. Tr- I'm just trying to move you. I'm just trying to move you forward. You're trying here. to get me going. Yeah. Top ten phenomenal questions people don't really think about. Number four. How did time start? 
what was there before time? Well, those of us who believe the in the Bible, yeah, well, yeah, we know time did start, and there was nothing but vast void, right, beforehand. It's a mind bender. It really is, yeah. and that's it's a phenomenal question, Craig. Phenomenal question. Top ten phenomenal. And it's, and it's a fair question. Is it? Yes, I think I think a lot of these questions, even if you don't believe, and they're fair questions. I think people that say they're atheists, they've got to think of these things, and I have a hard time believing that you just think an explosion happened, everything magically fell into place. But that's me. That's you. Weirdo. That's you. Weird. Yeah, you. Weirdo. Whatever. Top 10 phenomenal questions people don't really think about. Number three, are there other dimensions? Oh, goodness, I hope so. <laughs> well, you know, we, we got the four dimensions. Well, uh, relativity. Got, my TV's got the third dimension. <laughs> relativity says we live in four dimensions. Uh, string theory says 10, which is way out there, but... I know I like for, when you try to sound intelligent. I know for what? That's true. Okay. Okay. Well, I know for didn't you take science? Yeah, but I wasn't there most of the time. <laughs> I know for a fact that there's a fifth dimension because I saw them in concert. Yeah, they, I knew yeah. you're. Where's the <laughs> Marilyn McCoo? Wasn't it Marilyn McCoo? I don't know. Not a fan. No, not a fan. I, I don't know. You, well, don't be. Don't I did be, see. Don't, I did see the fifth dimension though. I once saw Sean on Ah, <laughs> and I don't know why. I saw Three Dog Night. They were awesome. Yeah, I bet they were. Better than Sean Anna. You think so? No, nah, Sean Anna was good. I Sean Anna was great in Greece. Well, that was in a movie. You know, you know, we Sandy's talked, dead. Sandy died. Yeah, and that's so sad. So anyway, number two. Now, this is not true. Top ten <laughs> phenomenal <laughs> questions down. people don't really think about. Number two, do aliens exist? People think about that all the time. Yes, we got aliens living among us. Who wrote this? Uh, people at top10s.com. All right, number one. The, people, people do think about this. The number one top ten d- phenomenal questions people don't really think about is time travel possible. I'm one that says yes. That doesn't deserve. I hope it is. Yeah, I, I think it is possible. Whether we'll reach it in our lifetime or not, I do not know. Well, there's a podcast. No, the thing is that if we have reached it in the future, somebody would be here now. There's a podcast called Wise Cracks Radio Hour that deals with time travel. You yeah. should listen to it. Wise Cracks Radio Hour. What's really weird is I thought earlier you weren't hawking that, and then here you do it at the end. Why wouldn't I hawk it? It's one of my podcasts. You're on it too. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm not. You are. Take it back. Stop it. You may be the best actor on there. That may also be true. If I was on it. Randall. Randall's on it. I can't confirm that I'm on it, but if I was on it, I'm like I'm OJ over here. <laughs> I didn't do it, but if I had done it, this is how I'd have done it. loud. It hurt my ears. Thanks for listening. Please leave us a review if you hadn't done so so far. Tell your friends. If you don't have friends, tell yourself. I don't even know what that meant. I don't either, (laughs) but it sounded pretty cool. Not really. Let's go to DQ. I'm with you. Get that door, would you? Buster Bar. Yeah. Darn it.